0: The stories contained in this podcast are the recollections of the guests we've invited onto the show. We are an outlet for people to share their truths, and we accept no legal responsibilities for the stories contained herein.
1: I'm Kendra Sheets.
0: And I'm Rich Gill.
1: And this is Enough, a podcast that aims to shine light into the darkened corners of the music industry while discussing the ways we can and should improve ourselves and in turn our community. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Enough Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kendra Sheets.
0: I'm the other host, Rich Gill.
1: Today we're going to do something a little bit different. One of the things that we have been asked before and we would like to address is how we kind of handle oversaturating our lives with a lot of really depressing and dark situations and commentary. And so we wanted to talk a little bit about how we personally handle that together as a team and also in our personal lives.
0: So we we talk about how the guests handle the trauma that they've been through and Mm -hmm. discussing it with either friends or family or professionals. But yeah, we, we hear a lot of these stories, not just on the podcast, but in our personal lives. One of the I don't know if fortunate is the right word, but because of this platform that we have, we've kind of become, and even before the podcast, became sort of sounding boards for people or, you know, trusted confidants for people to come to with their stories of abuse and assault and harassment and things of that nature. And as we talk about in the opening of the show, these stories are very emotionally and mentally taxing. And if you just hold all of that inside, it's a recipe for disaster. You have to have some sort of outlet. And we're going to talk about today how the two of us handle all of this trauma and emotional stuff that we are pretty to on a day-to-day basis.
1: Well, let's talk about how much I love disassociating. No, just kidding. We're not <laughs> supposed to do that. And my therapist would be mad at me. Uh therapy, we'll get back to that. Don't worry, that will be a box that will be checked. But first and foremost, one of the things that we do after every time we record, whether it's a subtext episode or we have a guest or even do a pre-interview where we're not really recording but we're on Zoom and a guest is sharing their story with us, is once the guest signs off, Rich and I sit on Zoom after the recording and discuss and decompress. And sometimes we'll talk about things that really shocked us. Sometimes we'll talk about, you know, how amazingly strong the guest is or things that they said that really resonated with us or that we've dealt with ourselves. And sometimes we'll just sit and shoot the shit and talk about our personal lives and I'll talk about how I got a haircut and Rich will talk about his kid and, you know, we'll talk about how shitty work is or some shit like that. Like, it's just really normal at times too. And I think that's very helpful in a lot of ways because while he and I see each other on Zoom all the time because of this, we were also, were also friends before this but didn't get to connect with each other on a regular basis, just because, what, I met you in like 2016, I think? And so I'd see you whenever you came through Chicago, I'd go up to Minneapolis, I'd see you randomly, and that was pretty much our connection, shoot a couple texts back and forth. But we've become so much closer because of our consistent contact, but also because of our shared experiences now, that we are so in each other's lives on a regular basis, for better or for worse. That's just kind of where we're at.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And like, like Kendra kind of said, sometimes the conversation afterwards will be 15 minutes, just sort of go over what we talked about. Sometimes we'll sit on Zoom for two hours or so, you know, if it was an especially difficult to listen to interview, or if there's a lot going on, we'll just spend a lot of time kind of breaking it down. And as you said, kind of decompressing from it and making sure that, both of us are okay afterwards because it, it is a lot.
1: And we also have a text chain between the two of us and also our editor, where we not only talk about all things enough related, but we also talk about like stupid memes and dumb videos and grimace. And like we say and share dumb shit and anything that's like culturally relevant and also not at all culturally relevant.
0: An unending string of I think you should leave memes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is titled after and I think you should leave (laughs) quote. So it's just it's silly shit to make us laugh. Because as we've said so many times before, if you stare too long into the darkness, you too can become dark inside. You need to look at it, acknowledge it, and then try to find your ways to either move past this or do something productive with it. You can't just sit there in it. And we have to try and laugh at least part of the time. We've talked about that with guests where Rich just said something recent where he's like, I'm not sure if it's fortunate. We always feel weird saying positive affirmations about what we're doing or I really enjoyed speaking with you. It's not quite the right way to say it, but I do really enjoy speaking with the guests. It's just not in the way that you would if you connected with someone, you know, about music or how much you love the coffee shop down the street. You connect in so much more of a deeper level. But it's still very enjoyable because you're establishing a very deep human connection very quickly. But it also can be very overwhelming.
0: But we've talked to a lot of people, and for the most part, we're still in, while it might not be everyday contact, like we still keep up with the people who are guests and we still talk to most of them on a semi regular basis. And because we have this connection now that is sort of just always there. And We want to make sure we like to check up and make sure that they're doing okay and vice versa. And also going back to what Kendra said about the text chain, you know, there are days when either one of us are maybe feeling down or overwhelmed or just...
1: Everyone has their highs and lows.
0: Yeah, but we've all been there. And especially with this, it's very easy to feel like what we're doing doesn't matter because... There's so much overwhelming badness that is still like, these things still happen in the music scene. Unfortunately, we're never going to run out of guests. These stories are always going to exist. And we don't want that to be the case. It would be great if at some point we could just be like, well, that's it. We don't have anyone else to talk to on the podcast because everyone is behaving themselves. Everyone is being respectful. But that's not the truth. So you know, it gets very hard sometimes and we need to sort of build each other up and remind each other that what we're doing is a positive thing and it's helping people and it's helping us. And it's not always easy, but that's why we do that for each other.
1: One of the things that is always disheartening is that this is a war not a battle right there's little battles within this and we're going to do whatever we can to keep ourselves emotionally intact and to help guests and to share their stories and to hopefully make some sort of change in a very deeply rooted systemic issue that's not only in the music scene not only our sector of the music scene the entire music scene all of hollywood all of art creation in general and just also in society not just in America, but across the entire world to different varying degrees. And that is very overwhelming if you let that wave wash over you at a time where you're not as strong as you normally are and everyone has their days and it can feel like nobody gives a shit. I feel like sometimes I'm on an island with two cis white dudes, which is fine, I guess, because they're fun, but like, (laughs) that's not where I want to be all the time. And then it's it's good to remember, you know, I, I have both of you guys that remind me that this, even if we're not making huge waves in regards to shows getting booked or bands that I absolutely love supporting people that we very much don't love for a variety of reasons, that's not the real reason that this was started. I think sometimes it's easy for me specifically to Get kind of washed away in what we're doing, thinking that, you know, every episode can be this like valiant, epic win. But it is, in a way, if you're looking at the guest, because we've received a lot of really great positive feedback from the people we've had as guests on the podcast talking about how liberating it is, just positivity overall, stating that, you know, this has been very cathartic for them or that they felt very empowered by sharing their story. Or just that a weight has been lifted because they actually shared their story where they had never really said anything about this before. And those are the wins, really. And I, it's it's hard sometimes to keep that in mind when you see the public wheels turning the exact same way and you know a lot of background information. It's hard to keep that at the forefront that things the status quo has not been changed in any way, shape, or form. And you're really great at reminding me that there are little battles that get won every single day. Stuff we have absolutely nothing to do with but there are definitely things happening and we need to kind of keep an eye on everything as a whole to watch the tide start turning cuz it will it just it takes a lot and it's hard sometimes to keep the positivity flowing
0: yeah especially when you're talking about deep systemic issues that have been going on for a while and in the grand scheme of things the conversation has only started around them within the last several years so we're not going to completely Change how the world works in the course of 40 podcast episodes, although it would be nice if we could.
1: One of the other things that we do is that we share reading materials. We've already done one episode about different books that Rich and I have gone to to gain a lot of knowledge. And Beck and Bridget, who were guests on the podcast recently as well, have a plethora of knowledge in regards to different reading materials. But one of the things we do on our group chat is we share articles back and forth almost every single day it's
0: mm-hmm. like every day
1: i wake up and our editor who is just as much a part of all of this there there are three of us there are not two people in charge plus a person behind the scenes there are three people that are very equally working on this endeavor but he shares more articles and stories than any person i've ever seen i don't even know how he finds some of these things it's true i mean i wo- i woke up and it was instantaneous jonah hill have you seen this this is what's going on he's an internet nerd and we absolutely love him for it but he finds stuff like the moment it breaks and so we're always doing what we can to be as up-to-date about large-scale stories and different laws that are passing open conversations in large and small towns like whatever we can possibly read and share it helps us get an overall better rounded knowledge of kind of what's going on out there and if things are really changing for the better
0: and not only in our group chat, like we get stuff from other people will email us or text us things that they've seen that they think that would help us or that we would be interested in seeing, which I don't know, is that a good thing or a bad thing that anytime there's a breaking sexual assault story, let me know someone's going to send it to us.
1: Like six years ago, I was the person that people would always share Anything regarding Kesha unicorns or Tito's vodka with, so like I think I've made some major strides in what people know me as if that's what they're changed their mind to right now, so like I'm down,
0: yeah, yeah, that's fair. I still
1: love Kesha and unicorns, though, so like don't yeah. stop with that. I also like geese,
0: uh and also um any sort of uh cheeseburger related memes or things, people feel free to send those to me, that's yeah um that's that's still my jam. I just grilled cheeseburgers tonight, so you know,
1: and I think. Everything that we talk about is a lot. Everything on Enough is a lot. It's a lot for everyone involved. It's a lot for the guests. It's a lot for the two of us. A lot goes into making one of these episodes, whether it's a subtext episode or it's a guest-fueled episode. There are hours and hours of work that is done outside of the recording, which is even longer than what you hear because our editor edits it down, chops up, and makes it sound very, very poignant and perfect. It's a lot for people who are even at the outer reaches of the circle. There are bands who have played with the band. There are people who hang out or hung out with the abuser and it sucks and it hurts and it feels like a betrayal of trust on the guest's end, sometimes on our end, and sometimes on the other person's end because we're saying something about someone that they feel some camaraderie with. It's a lot either way, depending on what side of the coin you're on. But it is something that we are not going to stop doing. It is something that, as Rich mentioned, we're never going to have a shortage of guests, unfortunately, as long as things are going the way they're currently going. We're here to invoke as much change as we possibly can, and we're here to be an outlet. And in doing that, I go to a lot of therapy. So that's my last one, which is I have a therapist and she's fabulous and she has to hear about everyone involved in the podcast in all of, not the guests per se, but like she knows Rich by name and she knows like the bad thing that happened two years ago in July and how that my entire life changed. And we talk a lot about my place in the punk scene and how I don't really feel like I fit in there anymore. And maybe I never did, not in the way that it's being packaged and being sold to me right now. We talk a lot about how finding new bands is like the only thing that I really believe in at this point, because there's a whole lot of people coming through in their early to mid 20s that are the complete embodiment of everything that Rich and I have learned on our own, because the stuff we're talking on this podcast, we didn't know so many years ago. We were not able to talk to some of these issues the way that we can talk to them now. And five years from now, we're going to be completely different than we're doing today. So, you know, she and I talk about a lot of different things. So the therapist helps me out a lot because it's my place to be completely able to vent about everything that's going on in a very safe space with someone who has absolutely no horse in the race. I can talk to Rich and our editor about this all day, but they're also going through the things that we're going through. They've heard the guest. They've heard the episode. They're really part of this in the trenches. But this person is a paid professional who is able to give me outsider advice, which I very much appreciate. And I hope she never ever tells me our time together is done. And I will continue to pay her until she says (laughs) that.
0: (laughs) And for myself, I stopped going to therapy during the pandemic because everything changed during the pandemic. And I didn't have insurance and couldn't afford it. I should probably look into trying to go back at some point. But in the interim, while I am not seeing a professional therapist, we have our Enough podcast group chat. I also have another group chat that I am a part of, which is Minneapolis-centric, so to speak, of a number of survivors and allies that are kind of doing the same thing we are in different ways. And we, you know, lean on each other in the same way that we lean on each other You know, if someone's being bullied by an abuser or a family member or ally of an abuser online, we help each other out in that way. And it's just another group of people that I have chosen to surround myself with. You know, I think Kendra and I both over the course of this sort of lost. I don't even know if lost is the right word at this point. But a number of people that we thought uh, we were close to, thought we shared the same beliefs and values. We learned that wasn't the case when we started doing this. And there are a number of people that I thought I was really close to that I no longer speak to or no longer speak to me because of specifically this podcast and the bigger issues that we're talking about. And that's okay. I mean, it sucks to lose someone, but if those are the kind of people that you're going to lose, then those are the best kind of people to lose because you don't want them around anyway.
1: Rich is a lot nicer than I am. I cut people out for nothing. I don't give a (laughs) shit. You piss me off. I'm fucking done with you. There's other people in this world and it's not going to be you. Goodbye.
0: (laughs) That could be the name of the title of this episode.
1: There are other people in this world (laughs) and it's not going to be you. Goodbye.
0: You know, a big thing that. One of my best friends and I did during COVID lockdown was we would just text each other mental health check. Like, are you okay? What's going on? Are you feeling all right? Just to, you know, make sure that we're doing okay. Because a lot of shit has happened in the last couple of years and it's taking its toll on people. So check in on your friends. It doesn't need to be a two-hour Conversation, but you know, we just need to make sure that we're all okay and doing the best we can and what we're doing.
1: I had a friend actually reach out to me today um, about an issue that I had posted on Facebook. We hopped on the phone, and I don't think we've ever really talked the way we did before. I know him from shows, he lives in Michigan. I've known her for years. We'd always say hi when we were at festivals or shows that we would, you know, both be at and just talk for a couple of minutes about general show shit but we had a really good, deep conversation on the phone today. And I hung up the phone in a completely different mood than before when I answered the call. And it is a great reminder that this is a community. We have worked for decades, far before I ever joined, to make this into a community. And it is our job, every generation's job, to continue to cultivate, right? If someone builds a house, you don't just hoard a bunch of crap in and let the whole roof fall in. You have to do continual maintenance. You have to take care of everything and everyone within that house, right? So that's what we're doing. We need to make sure that everyone is as supportive as they possibly can be, is as genuine and open as they can possibly stand to be pending all of the issues that are going on in life today. And to remind people that we're there for each other. We're not going to always agree. And that's okay. You know, religion and politics and who's got the best song of the year, what the fuck ever. It doesn't matter. But ultimately, if we're there for each other, we're a large-scale support group. And we need to be there the best way we possibly can. And we bring up the, if you see someone in the pitfall, pick them up, kind of quote mentality before. But it's really true as much as you possibly can. And one of the things That rings true in that is if you see someone struggling or you know that someone struggles in general, reach out to them. They're not always going to be able to reach out to you. And I think that's one of the things that we try to do is I reach out to Rich on a regular basis. And there are other people that I know are just having a hard time or before an episode comes out or right after one does. You do have to do those check-ins. Sometimes people are just not aware and able enough to do it for themselves and to reach out and say that they need help. They're too exhausted. They are too upset. They are too depressed. Do what you can to support the people around you. If you're in a bad way, do what you can to support yourself. You have to take care of yourself as well before you start going out and trying to tend to other people. That's something that took me a very long time to learn, unfortunately. But I have way more energy these days than I used to
0: enough is a podcast centering on surviving abuse harassment and assault in the music scene to help get the word out please like and subscribe and share with your friends if you have been on the receiving end of harm from someone be it artist venue owner booking agent audience member or someone else and would like to share your story on a future episode please reach out to us at this at gmail.com all correspondences are kept confidential